It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. 2023, March 26th edition of VK National News on VK1 WIA. It's the best news you'll get all week. I'm Graham, VK4BB. And taking pride of place this week is VK2ZRH Roger Harrison as he looks at his preview copy of the WIA's latest amateur radio magazine. And I'm sure you will all recognise these voices who, week upon week, star in the real directors of the WIA. Over the past three months, the WIA has reviewed... Members are invited to ask questions of the board. For WIA-affiliated clubs, it is very important to ensure that you have a base level of WIA members as part of your club. The first meeting has been held, and we observe the committee is keen to get into the meaty topic. This review is being conducted by the WIA Spectrum Strategic Committee. Recently, the WIA has highlighted several areas that need consideration for the benefit of new and existing amateurs studying for their respective licences. This news originates from the Wireless Institute of Australia. Born to lead since 1910. Hey, dudes. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Last Monday, the files for issue number two of AR Magazine for this year were uploaded to the printer's server in Bairnsdale, Victoria. Look out for the issue landing in your letterbox, your post office box or your local news agency late next week. The theme for this soon-to-arrive issue is Hacks and Hints. Dude, there are 16 pages filled with articles, long and short, crafty and colourful, fanciful and fulsome dedicated solely to the hackers and homebrewers among us. And isn't that everyone? Well, maybe at one time or another perhaps. If you're not currently part of the homebrewer brigade, then maybe this issue will stimulate your essential bodily juices to return. The section kicks off with a curious little rig and amp testing circuit to build. Dudes, no more whistling into the mic. The crafty little circuit generates an audio signal that mimics speech. It's brought to us by the indefatigable Jim Tregellis, VK5JST. For antenna builders, there's a super feature from Peter Sumner, VK5PJ, aka Pedro, on how to set up for and put together a proper Yagi, having elements that end up all straight and parallel, especially for round booms. With copious photographic illustrations, it's metalwork porn. Moving on, there's a line in a song from yesteryear that I recall goes, A good joint is hard to find. I always seem to get the other kind. So, how to solder to other metals, like aluminium and stainless steel, is revealed in graphic detail, including the secret bits. Apparently, working up a gob full of spit is not necessary, providing you hold your tongue the right way when making the joint. Oh yes, a good joint might be hard to find, but is a joy to behold. WIA historian Peter Wolferton, VK3RV, completes his rundown on how Amateur Radio Magazine came into being in 1933. Over the decade beforehand, the Roaring Twenties, there were many intrigues, twists and turns among publishers and institute divisions to carry the line, quote, official organ of the Wireless Institute of Australia, in quote, 
on the masthead of their magazine, newspaper or newsletter. An unlikely Murdoch tale writ small. Yep, AR Mag this year clocks up 90 years on the trot. Not to be missed are other features that are all about on-air operations at notable locations. Stephen Warrillo, VK3SN, recounts his experience of holidaying with his wife on Christmas Island in the tropical Indian Ocean northwest of Australia, adding a bit of DXing on the side. Meanwhile, Victoria's windswept Cape Nelson lighthouse on the southwest coast was the scene for a weekend of fun and frolics Fuclair and Alford, VK3CAM, on the air for last year's International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. Lynn furnished us a dramatic photo of the Cape Nelson Lighthouse for this issue's front cover. Unmissable. If you're looking for the magazine in the newsagents and you can't see it in the tech magazine section, check to see if it's in the sailing and boating section. Dear oh dear. And now for the news you've been waiting for. Newcomes Notebook returns this issue and Lou Stefano VK3AQZ completes the article on his 400 watt T network antenna tuner. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 91, Issue Number 2 for 2023. Serving Australian radio amateurs for 90 years on the trot. Available in print and online. Always published to a schedule, never random. Dudes, this is AR Magazine Editor in Chief Roger Harrison VK 2ZRH for VK1 WIA News. Across Australia from VK1 WIA. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Across Northern VK7, it can be heard on repeaters VK7s, RAA, RAC, RAL and RWC. At 9am local time on Sundays and Tuesdays at 8pm. I'm Peter, VK7PD. Wireless weather, I'm Graham VK4BB and eruption on the far side of the sun was so powerful its shockwave hit Earth. The sun has been spitting out some pretty powerful eruptions in the last few weeks, but one took pride of place. It's a real doozy. Back around March 12, sun monitoring spacecraft recorded a huge amount of material blasting away from the far side of the sun from a coronal mass ejection. Detected as an expanding cloud or halo of solar debris, it raced away from the sun at exceptionally high speeds of 2,127 kilometres per second. The sun spitting out flares and coronal mass ejections is nothing new, but this one was something special. Usually, eruptions on the far side don't tend to hit Earth, since they're facing the opposite direction. But this one was so intense that satellites orbiting our home planet picked up the signal of particles from the eruption accelerated by the eruption shockwave right into our corner of space. From here, there and everywhere... You've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. Our first story, source to Region 2 is actually a little out of that area. In fact, out of international news even. Have you ever wondered what time it is on the moon? A new era of lunar exploration is on the rise, with dozens of moon missions planned for the coming decade, and Europe, IARU Region 2, is in the forefront here, contributing to building the Gateway Lunar Station and the Orion spacecraft, 
which is set to return humans to our natural satellite, as well as developing its large logistic lunar lander known as Argonaut. As dozens of missions will be operating on and around the Moon, the needing to communicate together and fix their positions independently from Earth, this new era will require its own time. Timing is a crucial element, adds ESA Navigation Systems engineer Pietro Giordano, who said, During a meeting recently, we agreed on the importance and urgency of defining a common lunar reference time which is internationally accepted and towards which all lunar systems and users may refer to. A joint international effort is now being launched towards achieving this. In news from Region 1, broadcaster shuts a long-wave radio transmitter in Iceland. A long-wave radio transmitter in Iceland has been shut down and demolished as Iceland phases out that form of broadcast. A team of police stood nearby to oversee safety concerns. Destruction of the mast standing at 218 metres, Iceland's third tallest structure, took place because of a decline in the number of listeners to longwave radio broadcasts. The transmitter had been operated on 207 kilohertz by the Icelandic broadcaster RUV, which is now giving priority to FM. Another RUV transmitter will continue operating for a little longer in West Iceland on 189 kilohertz. This is Iceland's tallest structure at 412 metres. There are plans also for that transmitter to close once FM broadcasts replace all its functions. The impetus for the change is being driven in part by Iceland's civil defence and other organisations looking to improve emergency notification capabilities. That role is going to be transferred to FM, which is slowly being upgraded throughout Iceland. Austria restricts 23-centimetre band operation. Austria has become the latest country to impose restrictions on amateur radio operation in the 23-centimetre band, 1240 to 1300 MHz, to protect ground-based receivers for the Galileo RNSS satellite constellation. The UK National Hamfest, the well-known rally previously held annually at the Newark showground in the UK, has been cancelled. A statement on the Hamfest website said that at such short notice, organisers cannot find a replacement venue or a new date. Directors considered a July event, but ultimately it was decided that there were too many obstacles for the attendees, traders and to financial benefits. The directors wrote, We can assure you we haven't made this decision lightly. They committed to what they called a bigger and better event in September 2024 at the Newark showground. It is from Region 2, record fines for stations charged with piracy. A New York City broadcaster charged with piracy has become the first of two stations to be targeted under a new law passed three years ago enabling larger and, until now, unprecedented penalties. The FCC has proposed a record fine of more than $2.3 million against Radio Impacto 2 which the agency said was still on air at the time the Commission made its announcement on Wednesday, March 15th. According to a report in AR Newsline, the radio signals are being transmitted from the New York City borough of Queens. Radio Impacto's website calls it the official radio of Ecuadorians in New York. The FCC issued a $20,000 forfeiture against the station in 2015, and a year later its broadcast equipment was seized by US Marshals. The second station was identified in a Radio World report as Pirate Radio Eastern Oregon, and its operator faces an $80,000 forfeiture. 
Congratulations to CQ magazine, where a new associate editor has been hired. Amateur Radio Newsline are reporting Sabrina Herman, Kilo Bravo 3 uniform Juliet Whiskey has joined the staff, succeeding long-time managing editor Jason Feldman, Kilo Delta 2, India Whiskey Mike. Sabrina has previously been managing editor and promotional coordinator for Hermes Press, a small publisher of books in Pennsylvania. She's been a ham for 13 years. And to Region 3, news from our own backyard, and I'm going to pinch Bruce's VK3 Triple F's Thunder and announce this story here instead of Bruce's special interest group news. First time Summit Activator Emil, VK5 Whiskey Whiskey Whiskey, has now earned one point in the SOTA Awards scheme for each year of his life. The 10-year-old successfully activated Mount Wellington in Tasmania with a handheld and a lot of hope on Tuesday, March 21st, shortly before 9.30am local Tassie time. The summit is 1,270 metres high, not that we're suggesting he walked all the way. Operating at VK5 Whiskey 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 Slash 7, he logs six contacts across the Hobart area on two metres. One half hour later, it was a done deal. Emil's first solo act was a success. His proud father, John, VK5 Hotel Alpha Alpha, who's also an activator, reported his son's soda success on the Australian Soda Activators Group.io email list. Congratulations on reaching new heights, Emil. Good on you. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ, Felix. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2023. On now is this year's CQ Worldwide WPX SSB contest. And it concludes at 23.59 hours UTC the 26th of March. Using SSB on the 160-10 metre bands, where contests are permitted, the exchange's signal report and serial number. Yoda Contest, Youngsters on the Air, first round 22nd of April, 0800 hours to 1959 hours UTC. May 6th Saturday, Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, 106 minutes in annual 80 metre contest event, first established in 1999, to commemorate the life of Harry Angel, VK4HA, who at the time was becoming a silent key, was the oldest licensed amateurs in Australia at 106. Held on the first Saturday in May each year, 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. May 2021, Don Edwards Memorial Slowmores Contest begins the weekend after Mother's Day. 80 metre section, Saturday 20th of May, 6 to 9pm Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday 21st of May, 1 to 4 p.m. Sydney time. June 24-25 Winter VHF UHF Field Day. 0100 hours UDC Saturday 24 to 0059 hours UDC Sunday 25. June weekend prior to the second Monday of June VK Shires. Also make a mental note that the 2023 QRP Day happens June 17. IAAUHF World Championship Contest takes place the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 hours UDC Saturday and ending 1200 hours UDC Sunday, July 8 and 9. Dex Winter, time to check my foreign play this week. Active is FR stroke F5 UOW from Reunion Island. 
AF016. Until tomorrow. Monday the 27th of March, using CW. QSL via Logbook of the World. Until April the 2nd, the EIDX group will be QRV from Antigua Island. I heard a reference NA100. Using the call B26EI. They have to be set up in time to participate in this weekend's CQWW WPX SSB contest. Operating over nine days on CW, SSB, RITI and a little FT8. The group look forward to seeing many of you in the logs. QSL is via Charles M0OXO. All logs will be uploaded to LOTW after the trip. The Russian de-expedition team is using the call sign 9X5RU in Rwanda until April the 7th on 166 metres and they will be using the QO100 satellite. They operate CW, SSB and FT8 and QSL via club logs OQRS and LOTW. Listen for the special event call sign A60AP, which is on the air until the 31st of August. The subject stands for the Emirates Astronaut Program, which prepares crews of UAE astronauts for missions that include the International Space Station. QSL via EA7FTR. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3 Triple F, Bruce. And a very good day to you. Worldwide special interest group news. Summits on the air. Worldwide flora fauna program. Parks on the air and other adventure groups. VK7WI News has reported on 70 new worldwide flora and fauna park reserve reference areas that have been added to the VK7 directory list, including areas on King and Flinders Islands. All new WWFF reference areas must fall within the International Union for Conservation of Nature Protected Area Category System. The list of the new VK7 Park Reserves can be found in the WWFF online directory or the WWFF Australia website and will be added to the Parks and Peaks website. Speaking of parks, Carmel VK2CAR, Colin VK2JCC, Stuart VK2BMX and others have been activating various parks in northern Sydney, parks such as Warunga Park and Rofe Park in Hornsby Heights. Their portable station is a real magnet for passers-by. The hams hand out club business cards and talk about the hobby with these curious passers-by. Well done for not only parking, but in promoting our great hobby. VI10VKFF Paul VK5PAS, the National Coordinator for the Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, abbreviated as WWFF, joins us now. 
WWFF is an international park activation program and is extremely popular here in VK. The Australian chapter of the WWFF program is known as VKFF. This month, March 2003, we celebrate 10 years of the WWFF program in Australia. A special event call sign of VI10VKFF has been granted by the ACMA to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of VKFF. The call sign is available for use by amateurs who are activating an Australian park as part of the VKFF program. If you are interested in using VI10VKFF whilst activating a VKFF park, please send an email to vkffaustralia at gmail.com If you do hear a VKFF park activator using the call sign, please give them a call. You're not required to submit a log or do anything formal following the QSO. The park activator would be very pleased to hear from you. More information on VI10VKFF and the VKFF program can be found on the WWFF Australia website at www.australia.com. 73, Paul, VK5, Papa, Alpha, Sierra. Thanks, Paul. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. Following on from a recent release of a Morse Practice YouTube Shorts video for the letters of the alphabet, Electronics Notes has now launched another video in the series, but for numbers 1 to 0. The video counts through the numbers 1 to 0 in turn, and this sequence is repeated. If you are interested in learning Morse code, like a few we know, it might be worth checking it out. It is less than a minute long, so you won't waste much time if you don't like it, and if you do, then it can repeat to help with the learning process. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. NASA is awarding more than $3.8 million to 21 museums, science centres and other informal education institutions for projects designed to bring the excitement of space science to communities across the USA and broaden student participation in STEM. STEM is the acronym for Science, Technology, Engineering and Mathematics. Projects were selected for NASA's Teams Engaging Affiliated Museums and Informal Institutions Program and their Community Anchor Awards. The selected projects will engage their communities in a wide variety of STEM topics, from aeronautics and earth science to human space exploration. Copy that, or should that be print that? Looking for a fun project for that 3D printer sitting in your shack? Look no further than Relativity Space in California for inspiration. Their Terran 1 will try to become the first 3D printed methane fueled rocket to reach orbit. Josh Brost, Vice President of Revenue Operations at Relativity Space, said, There are a number of firsts here potentially on this rocket and said it has the chance of being the first liquid natural gas, liquid oxygen rocket to make it to orbit. It has by far the highest 3D printed content of any rocket in history. 
We're sitting at about 85% by mass, where I don't think any other rocket has gone past maybe 4%. Compared to a traditional rocket that has more than 100,000 parts, this 3D printed rocket has less than 1,000 parts. Worldwide special interest groups, radio scouting. And for this segment, it's to Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Bruce. And hello, everyone. Did you have a good John Moyle Memorial Contest last weekend? What a great weekend it was for a small group of scouts and leaders at Cataract Scout Activity Centre, southwest of Sydney. Brett Nicholas, VK2BNN, organised a weekend camp to stay at a campground in Cataract, participate in John Moyle, and for those on the camp to learn a bit more about radio activities. They operated under the call sign Victor Kilo 2, Sierra Romeo Alpha Portable. We now have a scout who is keen to get his amateur radio license after calling CQ for the contest, logging some contacts for another scout, and making a contact with Lorino Zanoli, India Kilo 4 Golf Romeo Oscar in Italy. The scouts also learned about and participated in a fox hunt as a side activity. The group even had a visit from a Gowana who was curious about amateur radio. Alan, my brother who is a cub, took some photos of the camp and you can see a couple on Bevan's video version of this week's news. The group would like to thank the many amateurs who demonstrated patience plus offered words of encouragement and support over the air to the inexperienced youth that participated in the contest. On another note, a very sincere thank you to Cole, Bruce, Graham, Bevan, and to everyone else who wished me a happy birthday. I really appreciated the birthday wishes from you. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Bruce. And thanks to Alec. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio. Alan, VK4HIT from the Ipswich and District Radio Club, joins in now with some Wyson news. Just a reminder for members who expressed an interest in learning how to set up and operate the Wyson Portable Repeater that Saturday morning, April 22 at 0900 hours has been set aside for this event. Bob, VK4EK, will show how it's all done and for future events, members can start to take some of the burden off Bob and Sylvia and thus not having to rely on them 100%. Please attend if you can and contact Robert, VK4KHW or Greg, VK4GJW beforehand. Reporting from Ipswich, this is Alan, VK4 Hotel India Tango. Thanks, Alan. And a reminder, Ipswich Wyson is always on the lookout for extra help for these events. When line of sight serves as a lifeline. Most of us have heard the phrase, when all else fails, ham radio. Well, our story here carries an alternative thought. When all else fails, aerial drones. From AR Newsline, KK6ITB. Deep snow in the Cascade Mountains of Oregon left two motorists trapped earlier this year in the Willamette National Forest. One of them was a woman who had become stranded in her minivan. The other was a man traveling not far from there. There was rarely any traffic or even maintenance workers on this little-traveled road, but they were able to spot one another and try to find a way out of their predicament. However, the road's remote location put it out of range for cell phone service. The snow grew higher, and the temperatures dropped lower. 
As the two tried to find a way to get word out that they were in danger, the man realized he might, in fact, have a way out for the both of them after all. He would use line-of-sight communications, the same principle employed by ham radio operators on VHF, UHF, and microwave frequencies, as well as those using satellites. He realized that if he could get his cell phone up high enough, say several hundred feet above the thick treetops, its signal would reach a cell tower, enabling it to send a text message that could carry the details of his distress to a friend. He had the cell phone, and, as luck would have it, he happened to have an aerial drone in his car, and the drone had enough power to make that successful flight. It worked. The man's friend received the text with his location and the details of what had happened, and the sheriff's search and rescue team did the rest. The two motorists and the drone were brought to safety. This is Ralph Squillachi, KK6ITB. Thanks, Ralph. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. 2023 social scene. VK4 Redcliffe, it's the Red Fest, happens April 1. In VK3, it's Antenna Palooza at Druin West, April 15 and 16. VK3 Moorabbin Hamfest, May 6. It's the WIA AGM. It happens May 13 at 10.30am. VK5, the Serg Convention Fox Hunting Championships, June 10, 11. VK4, Sunfest, September 9 at Mountain Creek State School to the west of Mooloolaba. And Alara Meet 2023 happens November 4 and 5 in Hobart. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.